world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment podcast in the nation. Welcome to to it welcome welcome did you know in my opinion in the past 30 years every president has abused their executive orders Mm -hmm. maybe the past 50 years because we no longer have three branches of the government no that's true so uh, congress is a waste and uh the supreme court is compromised and the president is just a lightning rod for the press to attack right right so uh I'm waiting for all of us gun people 30 years now. I'm waiting for some unity in action. All these new gun owners need to rise up and wake up because our president, Joe Biden, had a press conference this week, and uh, he's implementing a ton of executive orders, which is partially scary, but the real scary thing is who his pick is for the director of the ATF, which I'm going to discuss. Or or Um, the... AFT, as he puts uh, he, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not the ATF, it's the AFT. <laughs> so it's a, it's a scary, scary situation. And, uh, you know, hopefully some of these new gun owners, we're breaking records in sales for the past year. This last January, February, and March, every month has broken the next uh, record. So we're going to get to a point where maybe we'll get an awakening or a reckoning from people. I don't know. I don't happen. know because half of these gun owners, as we've said before, voted for this guy. Half of these new gun owners, that was their man. Now, the other thing is that this also, this press conference and these executive orders, because most of them have no teeth, to right, be honest right, with you. Right, yeah, ghost guns. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think it's a diversion of the crisis that's going on on our southern border. Um, I, I, I think that this was done for a reason. You know, bread and circuses and diversionary tactics and everything. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, and also with the voting laws that are going on in Georgia, which, again, I'm not deeply ingrained with what's going on there. Ainsley, I know you're following this, so definitely give us some more input uh just a heads up today is sunday tonight at 5 30 uh eastern time i will be on uh salem network radio with amanda suffolk okay i on target radio you can watch it on facebook um or you can go to i e-y-e on the target radio.com she's also region two director of the dc project amanda is a cool person i will be talking about nra gun for hire and of course uh how we eat our own in the 2a community i'm sure we'll be discussing the um executive orders as well so uh please support those who support you and tune in to the show i think it'll be uh pretty interesting so I believe that all these executive orders and stuff are uh, basically theater, kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what really is going to happen with this? Now, the executive, the director of the ATF, Chipman, this guy worked for Bloomberg. This guy, this guy is an anti-gunner. He doesn't believe anybody should have guns, yeah, by the right, way. Right. Now, you know, we've had no director of the ATF since Obama was president. <laughs> right. Because the do-nothing Congress will not vote on someone because nobody can agree on anything because everything is at a a, a logjam, so to speak, right? He is really, really bad news for us to have as the director of the ATF, all right? Because his personal policies and his professional policies are going to flow over. Now, one of the other executive orders is for states to come up to speed with red flag laws. Sandy, what do we say about what happens in New Jersey? It doesn't stay here. (laughs) So now they're looking at a federally, a public model, federal model for red flag legislation. (laughs) That's frightening. Which we all know red flag is also the problem with red flag is what? That it's unconstitutional. Yep. It violates mm-hmm. due process. Yes, it does. All right. And Guilty every, till proven innocent. 
Correct. And now we're looking at a federal model. It's not going to happen. I believe that executive order pretty much has no teeth in it. Okay. I, I don't I don't believe we're going to see anything off of that. And and this is me. Now, with the Senate being 50-50, with Kamala Harris being decided to vote, I believe Chipman is going to become the next yeah, director I, of I the agree. AFT. Absolutely agree. Yep. And uh, the AFT. Remember that. Well, don't the AFT. That. That's yeah. right. <laughs> now, they're going to go after ghost guns, 3D printing, uh, which is how, do, how are you going to regulate that? Oh, right. And ghost guns. Come on. MS-13 gang members, these knuckle-draggers are out there in their backyard workshops working with it, with their own CNC machines making ghost guns. Seriously? This is the problem? This is the this is low-hanging fruit. It's feel-good crap. Correct. It's, it's feel-good crap. Absolutely 100%. Now, the other thing they're going after is pistol braces and, mm-hmm. uh, because it makes them more deadly. okay you know turns a pistol into a short barrel rifle guns become violent you know yes and you know they're gonna they're gonna go after obviously the others because you know of course which is which to me has always been a hokey thing anyway just as a compromise to get a two inch shorter barrel is is to me is nothing okay uh but this extreme risk protection orders, the red flag laws, that's a scary one. Uh, Holly Sullivan, who's the president of the Connecticut Citizens Defense League, who they fight for their rights big time in Connecticut, they issued a statement, too, because uh, they're deeply concerned about the anticipated executive orders, uh, you know, because Connecticut is frequently touted as a model for gun control throughout the country, all right, uh, because they have extreme risk protection orders as well. And, uh, you know, they have 65,000 women in Connecticut that carry their guns lawfully and for self-defense, which, God bless them. New New Jersey, we probably have four women who can carry (laughs) guns lawfully, right? And, of course, she goes on to defend pistol braces and the term ghost guns, 3D printing and stuff. And she says that, you know, America's legacy with firearms is is going to be attacked. And one of the things, the scariest thing that Biden said that you're going to hear more and more of, he said that uh, none of the rights in the Bill of Rights is absolute. Yeah, exactly. Because back when uh, back when the Second Amendment was created, you know, they had people who were banned from having firearms. I'd like to know who they were. Well, but wait, wait, wait. We're only worried about Jim Crow with voting. We're not worried about <laughs> yeah, Jim right. Crow with gun right. control. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Which again, you go to back to the ghost gun thing, right? You 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 say your electorate is too stupid to be able to get a photo ID for free to vote. But they can put together, cobble together, uh, a ghost gun from a, from, you know, from a, a, a 80% lower. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But this is the, the, the crap that we have to deal with. And again, like I said, millions and millions of new gun owners being added. Millions of gun owners throughout the country already, probably billions of rounds or trillions of rounds of ammo out there. And we can't get people to wake up. No. no. All right. We, we just we just can't get people to wake up and say, all right, maybe we should all get together and state that we, the law abiding citizens, are pissed off. You realize nothing in any of these executive orders addresses criminals. Right. No, nothing in these executive order, orders address with criminal intent no, or during the, the gun act or commission violent. of a crime. Right. Correct. Right. It's the gun's fault. The gun is violent. Gun violence. This is all, all phony arguments. All right. It's all phony arguments by them. And it's a bunch of crap. Meanwhile, they're stripping our rights away with with the filibuster and executive orders and this thing and that thing. No more balance of the government. It's amazing. And what is this other thing they do with the... uh, uh, um, they they're taking what the uh, oh my God not the uh, the parliamentarian in the House and the Senate where they're pushing bills through now uh, through I forgot the, the filibuster. The well, the filibusters Mansions and and Christine Semina from Arizona says that they're never going to go back. You know they're not going to get rid of the filibuster, but it's going to go down. But what political parties forget is it's going to flip back. Right. You're not going to be in charge forever. Right. You're not going well, to be the way they're setting it up. That's what, uh, they yeah, with envision. the voting. Yes. Yeah, I mean, meanwhile, we have, uh, you know, meanwhile, they have this whole uh, 
southern border crisis where there's hundreds of thousands of people coming through and kids are being abused and women are being abused. It's it's just horrific. It, it really it's is just horrific. A, you know, just the biggest voter drive in history is all it is. Ah, good point. I would never put it. I never would have thought of putting it that way. But man, that was a that was a good way to put it. You know. Uh, so what are we going to do? What are we going to do, all of you people out there uh, that are new gun people, uh, all of you people that listen to this show that are gun people, share this show with uh, new gun owners, and maybe we can get them to mobilize and realize that they need to be active at the grassroots level. We need unity, like we have the unity with the five 2A groups for this uh, lawsuit in New Jersey with the gun permitting scheme. All right, for the first time ever, we have uh, ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, uh, Second Amendment Foundation, and Firearms Policy Conference, FPC. We have five organizations, five organizations that are on one case. If we can put our disagreements aside for a five people in a case, we should be able to get more people involved, okay? So... Listen to this. Rick Rosen donated to all five. All right. Dominic Fitzy donated to a few. Tim Metcalf donated to all five. George Y. from Firematic donated to two more. Danny Borio de- donated again. Of course, Ed Green donated. One doesn't he donate. <laughs> and remember now, whoever gets picked into drawing is going to win the Dory, the tip of the spear, signed and autographed by me, and one of my first edition books right off the press, and come in and do a, a whole picture. So we also have, uh, let me see, Ant, it's been a hoot when you read an email of mine on the air or give shout out, but my mention on Gun For Hire Radio 551 puts me at a disadvantage. Knowing how competitive gun owners are, announcing that I gave to five Second Amendment groups will instigate many in our community to contribute more, and I expect there will be someone who gives to all five just to get 10 entries in the raffle. Actually, I hope it does. Jules, by the way, I donated $10 to all five organizations again. So now Jules has 10 entries. Okay? This is what happens in the gun community. Dominic Portelli. I hope you, uh, I didn't get a confirmation email from FPC for some reason, but I took a screenshot of my credit card activity. Send me your credit card information, too, people. Or no, maybe I shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Dominic Sales, yeah. Dominic donated to all five organizations as well. Gun people truly are the best people. You have to, you have to admit it. Uh, so if you donate to any of those five organizations, all you have to do is uh, send me a copy of the receipt, Anthony at Gun for Hire, and that every donation to each organization will be considered an entry to win the tip of the spear's spear graciously manufactured handmade and donated by henry montefront gold member of the range so uh support those who support you and keep it up i really really am uh i'm thrilled that so many of you have taken the time to donate and uh, you know it just uh it makes me feel good because i know we have some good people in the gun community sure but do. we we need to spread the word far and wide because we are constantly being beat up and uh, it's not going to end no, it's it's no, it's 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 not, not going to end. Uh, Biden Harris administration, they're after us. We all know that they're after us and they're not going to stop. You know, we talk about um, what happens in New Jersey doesn't happen in New Jersey. Uh, stay in New Jersey. So uh, my buddy Gene, Delaware Senate approves gun permit requirements and high capacity magazine ban. I'm telling you, the states are falling. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sandy. One right after Del- the other. Delaware used to be good uh, because Maryland's crappy and Washington, D.C., obviously, we know is crappy. But now Delaware, the Senate voted Thursday afternoon to require handgun buyers to get permits and training before making their purchase. Yep. The lawmakers also banned large magazine clips. I love it. This is a, this is a journalist <laughs> that have f- been frequently used in mass shootings. Oh, come on. Okay. Yeah. So anyone who wants to buy a handgun has to first undergo a training course and apply for a permit. Currently, only those who carry concealed weapons in Delaware are required to get a permit. So you're going to be required to have training. I, I, I think this is going to be the first state in the nation. Probably that you're going so to have to have training. training. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, you know, once the governor signs it, it's it's going to be bad because it's going to spill over to other states. We're oh, going to see the same legislation sure. in New Jersey. Yeah, no doubt. 
in safe states or or prior safe states. Yeah, correct. Was, so yes, it it says it. here it somebody screaming out there. I know. I can it hear. ensures that handgun owners will have undergone firearm training courses to reduce the number of accidental shooting, suicides, and gun deaths, said the bill's sponsor, Senator Tizzy Lachman. This will keep everyone that much safer. So okay? so training is going to reduce suicides? Yes. Okay. Yes. So S3 passed with a 13 to 8 vote with Bruce Ennis as the only Democrat to join the seven Republicans in voting against the, mem- uh, the measure. Wow. Lawmakers also approved Senate Bill 6, which makes magazines that hold more than 17 rounds illegal. Again, Ennis was the lone Democrat to no vote. Magazines capable of feeding 30, 40, 50, or 100 rounds of ammo into weapons are a common thread among mass shooters in the United States, <laughs> said the bill sponsor, David Sokola. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the more bullets one can fire, the more death and injury one can cause. Both bills were part of a two-hour Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Wednesday, which drew local and national groups to make their arguments f- for and against the measures. Wow, this is this is big. All right, for a small state like Delaware, a lot of people are not going to realize it, but this is really big. And uh, it's it's not good for the rest of the country, especially states like New Jersey and New York. We're going to copy this model just the way red flag laws have been yeah. traveling and traversing through the country. And then we're going to see it as a, a federal uh, uh, bill turned into a law as well. So we have all of these new gun owners. We still have ammo shortages and people gouging for ammo. And we still have guns uh, as they come in. They're, they're sold almost immediately. And we're making new records. The National Firearm Background Check System saw its heaviest usage on record last month. That would be March. And continue to ride an historic high. The Federal Bureau of Investigation's National Instant Criminal Background Check System saw 4.6 million checks initiated in March, Sandy. It's the highest figure log since Nick's was established in 98. <laughs> oh, man. Now... But March of 20 was a record with 3.7 million. So we have a 25% increase from last year. Let's dive a little deeper into this, though. When the data is adjusted by the National Shooting Sports Foundation by removing figures for gun checks and rechecks by states which use NICS for that purpose, the number of checks stands at 2 million, which is a slight decrease of 14% compared to the 2020 NSSF adjusted NICS figures. Nonetheless, it still stands at the second highest march on record when it comes to adjusted data. When combined with January and February's data, the first quarter of 2021 is 5.5 million NICS checks. Wow. A 13% bump from the 4.8 million for first quarter 2020, making it the highest first quarter on record. Well, you know, you see it play out in your own personal lives, too. I'm sure everybody listening probably knows someone who they never thought would buy a gun or that they've been trying to get into shooting who just somehow in the past year, year and a half, has bought a gun. Correct. Correct. I mean, can you imagine this? Can you can you just imagine how many guns are being sold? But how, you know, if we could just get people, listen, all spread this word. So all of you people that got guns for the first time, you're, you were sent this show by a friend or family member who listens to Gunfire Radio. Close your eyes and think about the process you went through to purchase your initial firearm. Right. Was it what the media and the politicians have been telling you for the past 30 years, 20 years, 10 years of your life? Did you just walk into a store and flip your driver's license and walk out with an M16 and 10,000 rounds of ammo with the rocket launcher attachment and the shoulder thing that goes up or the, on the back? Or, or, the, or wander into a gun show and just wander out with a gun? Yeah, or a hand truck full of guns. If you had to go through a process, if you were treated worse than a criminal because you are the third tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, if you had to go through all of this process 
with background checks, mental health, references, fingerprints, et cetera, et cetera, you should realize that you have been lied to by the anti-gunners. Right. So now is the time to join the pro-two-way organizations. Great time to donate to the five organizations that I've listed before, and you'll also get in the raffle to win the spear and a, and a copy of my book, Crime Proof. But pass this on to friends and family. This is the perfect way to negate an argument that we need more gun control. Because if you bought a gun in 2020 or 2021, I really want to hear from you if you believe that we need more gun control. All right. I, yes. I really want yes. you. I want to hear that. I want. I want to hear from you your opinion that we 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 are the problem, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens that go through the entire legal process and background checks and everything. Okay. I want to hear that. Okay. So that's that's what I want to hear. I want to hear this that we that we're doing it wrong. If you believe we're doing it wrong, then fine. Never listen to Gunfire Radio again and don't donate. But I believe that we're overly burdened with our checks and backgrounds and infringements on our God-given rights. Mm -hmm. Okay? People forget that the Constitution, you know, our president right now says that no uh no, no, uh, oh my God, no, none of the rights, none of the Bill of Rights is absolute. You can't yell fire in a, in a movie theater. Yeah, you can yell fire in a movie theater if the movie theater's on fire. Yeah, and there is no law that prevents you from doing that. He is or the worst. According to Nancy Pelosi, you can't yell wolf in a crowded fire. You call him a meat popsicle, right? Yeah, sock puppet. Yeah, a sock yeah. puppet. Uh, so listen, this is from James Madison. The Bill of Rights of the Constitution lists specific prohibitions on governmental power. The Bill of Rights of the Constitution lists specific prohibition on governmental power. All right? So don't tell me it's absolute. The Bill of Rights was put in there to tell people that you and me have our power and the government needs to stay out of our lives, okay? Executive orders my ass. I don't want to hear about them anymore. If you want to change the Constitution, then do it with a constitutional amendment and do it the right way because we the people, we're getting tired of having no say. We can't say who comes in and out of our country. If right. you come in through the southern border, you get $3,000 a month. You get a hotel. You don't have to limit. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to worry about COVID testing or anything. But the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, we're, we're under the thumb of the government. Their boot is on our throat 24-7. Where we can travel, what we have to pay, taxes this, taxes that. We all have to pay our fair share. Now, listen, there's heart-wrenching things. I saw the video of the kid on the southern border that got separated from his, the family or friends oh, uh, yeah. that brought him over. Sandy, that is heart-wrenching. Yeah. And no child should have to go through that. I don't want to sound callous, but how many millions of kids, minorities and non-minorities in our country go hungry? hungry every day right right all right how many veterans how many homeless people how many seniors are where waiting for their two dollar a year <laughs> a two dollars a month raise in their yeah, social, social security, security right. exactly. all right i want to have a heart but we need to take care of our house and have all our bills paid and on the flip side and you know i do a lot of work with the prevention of human trafficking and what's going on right now is absolutely a free-for-all. The cartel are using these children. They're kidnapping these children. They're buying these children. And they're throwing them away once they cross the border. Because they know as soon as they can cross the border, they can get in with a kid. So the kid becomes their passport to entry. And they're let in. And then they discard the kid. And that's where you have these little children being, who, who knows how many kids are at the bottom of the Rio Grande. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. And this administration should, you know, to use a phrase that is very common on their side, the blood is on their hands. Yes, yes. These people that are coming in from the southern border, listen, I have a big heart, especially for children. Animals first and then children. They need to stay in place in their countries. Now, of course, we have politicians saying that because of global warming, we, there was bad, bad crop output in Guatemala and other countries, and that's why these people are trying to get into our country. They're coming here for jobs. They say it as they're coming across the border. That and the terrorists, of course. Most that of they them are coming through. for free shit. Yeah, absolutely. Most of them are coming for free shit. Yeah. How much more time do we have? We've got uh, oh, about six minutes. So here's a good one. I just read a dissent from my favorite Supreme Court justice, which is Justice uh, Clarence Thomas, okay? 
On Monday, Justice Clarence Thomas announced that the Supreme Court soon will have to put an end to big tech tyranny. Really? Because they still have they still have the New York carry case for conference going into the third week of listing it. Okay, we can't get the Supreme Court to make a decision on a Second Amendment, which is in the Bill of Rights, which is a civil right, which is covered by the Constitution. We have a huge imbalance in the courts in this country. We have activist judges in the Ninth Circuit and other circuits stepping all over and trampling all over our God-given rights, and we kick the can down the road. But now we're going to worry about uh, Justice Clarence Thomas with the freedom of speech and big tech. So I want to talk about this because I believe him, okay? So Thomas cited the problem of social media platforms like Facebook and Google wielding unlimited power to censor users whose views they don't like. His opinion offers hope at a time when Democrats controlling Congress are demanding that tech giants censor us more. Sure, because it's Democrats and liberals that run these big countries, these big companies. So they're all in lockstep. Right. All right. Thomas's announcement came in the context of a case involving former President Trump in office. Trump occasionally blocked his Twitter critics, and some of those critics sued, claiming the president's Twitter account as a public forum. The high court ruled the case is now moot because Trump is out of office. Thomas concurred and agreed with the lower court ruling that Trump had violated his critics' First Amendment right to be heard. But Thomas said the more glaring concern isn't what Trump did to a few critics, but rather the power of tech giants to censor or ban users entirely, even the leader of the free world. The justice expressed astonishment that Facebook and Google could remove Trump's account at any time for any or no reason. Thomas wrote, one person controls Facebook and just two control Google. Three people, in other words, have the power to disappear any of us from the digital public square, even a commander in chief. Thomas concluded that we must rein in this unaccountable tyranny. Big tech apologists argue that private companies are free to censor as they please. And it's true that the First Amendment prohibits only government from silencing viewpoints. But private ownership is never the beginning and end of constitutional analysis, not when there is so much at stake. All right. Thomas, I believe, is crushing it here. The problem is the court will not take this. Okay, they will not take this case because most of them in the court, ever since the Kavanaugh thing, we know are compromised. They're afraid that they're going to get doxxed and attacked and kicked out of their country clubs. And our legislature will not take care of it because who donates more money than Jeff Bezos to lobbyists? Oh, that's right. The Walmart family. Oh, that's right. Google. Oh, that's right. Twitter. Oh, that's right. Facebook. Okay, so let's it's, it's no different than the turn of the century with the railroads and, uh, you know, the, the steel industry and everything. We have ugly arcs and, and, and big tech that are running the roost here. They control the narrative. You know, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Google controls when you search what comes up and what doesn't come up. The world would be a completely different place. This country would be a completely different place if we really, really had, uh, um, you know, an open town square where we could talk and say what we want to say. But it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. So it's it's difficult, but such is life. Right. But Thomas, you know, what are we going to do when he retires, man? Uh. I don't know. I was just thinking about that while you were while you were reading. It's going to be a it's going to be a, a, a sad day. I mean, we, we you know, I, again, I think a lot of this has all been set up to. It's like it's going to be like the perfect storm where there will only be one party, and it, you will never have a conservative um, elected uh, again until there's a complete and utter upheaval. Yep. Um, if you guys, uh, a little plug here on uh, the DC project, you know, is going to be having a um, get together. And uh, David Rosenthal wrote this up. And, you know, they're really good people. CNJFO, I, I love everybody. Uh, you know, Rosie and Dan Grotevic is the uh, president now. And they're going to have a, a, a little party, a cocktail party with Dick Heller. And, uh, you know, this is going to be cool. And they're going to have remarks by Top Shot Gabby Franco 
and of course a lot of the DC project delegates from around the country. There's going to be a door prize, silent, silent auction, uh, um, uh, raffle, and everything. And it's in May, and it's down in uh, Southern New Jersey. And I'm opening the event right now because I want to talk about it. CNJFO is one of the five organizations that uh, are going after the uh, permitting scheme that we have in the state of New Jersey, uh, where we have unity and activism by five to a groups. Oh, and you know, I, uh, there's going to be some more talk about uh, me and uh, how we uh, we eat our own in the 2A community. I wanted to make a statement out here. Anybody that posts on a, like Ammo Land or Truth About Guns or whatever, if you're posting something to my attention and you're using a pseudonym for a screen name or something, a big F you. <laughs> okay, uh, because I I use my real name and everything and everywhere that I post, I never hide. You know, so if your screen name is Warrior eighty six or something, <laughs> what you have to say has no bearing on my life. Right. Okay, uh, no bearing whatsoever tell your mother, on my life. You know, yeah, yeah. Tell your mom. Yell up to your mother. Yeah. More Cheetos, Pop Tarts, or whatever. I'm, I'm sure she makes you, you know, uh, chicken pot pie. You got your Stouffer's chicken pot pie. Mom, it was too hot this time. I burned my tongue on the crust. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you if you're to put if you don't have your real name. You have zero validity <laughs> yeah, as far as so I'm concerned. Ridiculous. There's nothing that you can. There's nothing you can you can say or do to me what that will make me take you seriously uh you know i put those brochures here and i've retracted it and took got rid of the brochures and people are like and calandro needs to make a public apology with the media oh, do this yeah yeah go f on. yourself go f yourself um my 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 left stone has done more for the two-way than you ever will in your entire amen life amen to that so the dc project fundraiser is may 15th in Moorestown, New Jersey, M-O-O-R-E-S-T-O-W-N, New Jersey. Just go to cnjfo.com forward slash events, cnjfo.com forward slash events, and the DC Project will be there. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms and those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. 
As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Are we really back? Are we ever really back? No. All right, housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger. Marty's V-Burger.com. Mention Gunfire, Gunfire Radio. Get 25% off. Also available at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. And you notice I was there yes, uh, last week, and Marty came in, and he did not have lunch for me. He had lunch for you. <laughs> so. I shared the lunch with Tracy, by the way. I- I shared the it's lunch so with very Tracy. Good, so you didn't get any. I too got bad. nothing, which is typical, too bad. You know, uh, decoding firearms by John Petrolino. Please get his book available on Amazon. Also available here at the range. Evan Knappen, the Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Listen, you know we talk about the cr- the uh, quarantine crawl all the time. Yep. 310 businesses on the quarantine crawl go to quarantinecrawl.com and save the page on the home screen of your mobile device and always search it by a location uh dennis from carry electric is having some difficulty go online people and look up in morris county look up electrician and see if carry electric comes up and send me an email and let me know if it's working for you or not we might have to send dennis for remedial training (laughs) <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, so I get a phone call yesterday from Matt Wonski from Town Hall Deli, who's a gold member of the range, who owns uh, the, the the deli that the Sloppy Joe was originated in. Not the loose meat Sloppy Joe, but the cold cut, cold cut uh, Russian dressing yep. Sloppy Joe with coleslaw on it. So Matt says to me, he goes, hey, I just want you to know that uh, the uh, quarantine crawl really works. I'm like, no shit. I get input every week. What's going on? He says, guy comes, uh, he goes, I brought my truck to Auto Works Diesel to have it fixed, my diesel pickup truck. And the owner says, oh, you're on the quarantine crawl. So am I. And that's Christopher Timchico, which is a platinum member of the range, who's also on the quarantine crawl, a diesel repair uh, facility. And uh, they end up talking, and when Matt brings his Pick, goes to pick up his pickup truck. He brings the guy Sloppy Joe sandwiches, and then subsequently Chris Tichemko ends up ordering trays of sandwiches <laughs> for a party from Town Hall Deli. <laughs> so the, the gun people are truly the best people. So quarantinecrawl.com. Please bookmark it and support those who support you and keep it in the family. That is our Chamber of Commerce. We're going to need it more and more as the cancel mm, culture continues to ramp up. Crime Proof, my book, crimeproofbook.com. Listen, it is at the printer. I was supposed to get a printed copy last week. They're a week behind. I have to review it. Then they're going to be assembled and bound with the cover. So we're still, it's probably going to drop right around Memorial Day, I hope, which we will be notifying people to come pick up their guns. Uh, pick up their guns. Woof. Come pick up their books, which I will be autographing, and we will be shipping out the ones that people ordered. Please continue to pre-order. If you pre-order, I will sign it. Otherwise, I am not going to sign your book. I'm self-publishing this book, and I ordered many of them, and they're going to be dropping, and I want to accommodate everybody. I think it's going to be a phenomenal thing, so crimeproofbook.com. Support those who support you. Continue with the sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. I'm still getting tons and tons of emails. I just got this one. Um, I'm a new listener. The info you provide is great. Uh, shoe size is 11. I'm 54-year-old white male. <laughs> it's all your fault. Uh, we get a ton of them. People are telling me, uh, you know, sending me all all of these great, great emails. I got a ton more. I got everybody's shoe sizes, all right? Mike Morano, Anthony, it's great to see your recent LinkedIn videos of the new range. Congratulations. I can't wait to visit. Let's talk about the new range. So the new range is uh, looks like we're going to be opening up the edition in July, which is 28,000 square feet. Yes, t- you heard that right. 28,000 square feet in addition to the 16,000 square feet. We will be having two new ranges, a 15 port ranges members only 
not members-only hours or members-only ports, a 15-port member-only range. And instead of having 13 ports now for renters and non-members, we will have 23 ports for renters and non-members. And then, of course, we have the 6-port 50-yard range, okay? The two new ranges will have rubber traps, so you can shoot steel jackets, steel core, and green-tip ammunition. We will have a large lounge refreshment area. We will have a pop-up quarantine crawl food every weekend at the range. 220 parking spaces and many, many surprises. A huge retail area. A members buyers club, etc., etc. And don't forget my training team, Ted, uh, led by Tony Arena. We are second to none with the classes we offer, from private classes to our urban line of courses, Red Dot, etc., etc. Also, please, if you want to become an NRA instructor, you better go on Gun for Hire Academy right now and sign up. Chuck Leonard and I classes are selling out. The prerequisites are all listed there. If you want to become an NRA instructor, they start May 8th. If you don't sign up within the next two weeks, you're probably not going to get on. Phase two of the Gun for Hire edition will be the second floor. Two more ranges, meeting rooms, party rooms, training rooms, and a 6,000-square-foot members-only cigar lounge with lockers. Nice. To lock your cigars up? No, to lock your cigars up. You got to have lockers to lock your cigars up. Nice. Eric Spinks sent me an email. Eric's a 2A warrior. Doesn't even live in New Jersey anymore, but keeps us in his thoughts and prayers. Hey, Ant, I've seen Facebook posts about the new electronic FID card and heard you talking about it on this week's show. A couple of concerns that come to mind. Number one, you likely won't be able to use the new electronic ID as one of your forms of ID with motor vehicles. This is true. He goes, since I moved out of New Jersey, I don't know how much it counts for anymore. But when I still lived in New Jersey, it was good for three of the six points needed. That's a great point, Eric. I I agree. You won't have that anymore. He wrote, number two, this may be the end of -of out-of-state purchases of long guns. I doubt out-of-state FFLs will be able to access the new electronic system. Damn, I didn't even think of that one. Right, right. All right. That's a great point, Eric. Number three, this may also end, uh, end be the end of online ammo purchases. Most online vendors require a copy of your FID card to ship ammo to New Jersey. And again, they likely won't be able to access it. Another point I didn't even think about. I wonder because if I they haven't intended it that way. But you know what, Sandy? This is smart. Number four, this may also be the end of out-of-state face-to-face ammo purchases for the same reason. Eric, you really, you, you thought this out well, I guess, since you moved out of state and you see what it's like as a non-New Jerseyan. Um, you're absolutely right. I didn't think about these angles. And, Sandy, you're right. They probably thought about this. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past them. You, uh, you probably hit the nail right on the head. I, I want to discuss something uh, um, interesting. Wait, hold on one second. Sign me up. I got him. Oh, I got glove size, too, on somebody. John Citro, <laughs> glove size, large, shoe size, 11 and a half, favorite ammo, 45 or 46, and his turn-ons are roast beef sandwiches and walks in the rain. And while you got, <laughs> while you got Mr. Walks in the Rain, I want to thank John Citro for his donation to the GoFundMe oh, uh, VHS yeah. of Ocean County, $100. George Y. again. Thank you again. Damn. Uh, uh, Robert Scott, I want to thank you also. And Ed Green, uh, thank you. Ed Green, yeah, my Ed, Ed Green. Green. You're Ed Green. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, every single penny is going to help a veteran, in homebound veteran in need. Gun people are truly the best people. Yeah, absolutely. Great article in the uh, Heritage uh, Society by uh, Amy Swearer, which she's a legal fellow at the Mies Center. She's really good. She wrote, don't comply, don't count on American compliance with gun confiscation. All right. Key takeaways. Noncompliance with gun confiscation laws have been widespread, even in countries that don't protect the right citizens to keep and bear arms. Number two, Americans are already notoriously noncompliant with strict gun control measures in states that have enacted them on a smaller scale. And the firearms and magazines that gun control advocates wish to confiscate simply are not a driving force behind homicides, and America's lawful gun owners know it. Well, you've had less than a 2% compliance rate with the the the, uh, AR-15-style rifles in New York State. You had zero people turn in high-capacity, standard-capacity magazines in New Jersey. Right. All right. We don't we don't know how many people 
We don't know how many people destroyed or modified or whatever, but you know, people are not going to comply, and most people in America are not going to comply with most of these executive orders, let's face it. People, lawful gun owners like us, we know that our rifles and our guns aren't the problem. It's just that our legislators and our lawmakers, they don't have the stones to pass laws against criminals. Right. So as long as they don't have the stones and they continue to go after the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, and most of us gun owners, even though we don't all fight together, most of us are awoken enough to know it's not us creating the problem. So we just shrug this stuff off as noise, let's face it. But eventually we're going to run out of rope and we're going to yeah. run out of time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to happen. There's, there's, really, there's really no way to get around it. You're right. Okay? Uh, here's an email from Andrew Ferris. He wrote, completed my beginner pistol in Florida, CCL on 325 at Gun for Hire. Going to Urban Carbine on 430-21. I'm a new gun owner in Brooklyn. I learned a lot about our ridiculous gun laws over the year, last year. Plus, I submitted both my rifle and shotgun premise handgun applications last June 2020. I've been following Avi's story. Do I need to move my residence to be able to purchase firearms? Should I be calling NYPD licensing division, asking and pushing, or will they just delay? It's ludicrous. A right delayed is a right denied. I want to do more. Please advise. I also listen to Evan, with, which is a fantastic information. Anyway, thanks, and hope to see you and talk sometime. Want to start my membership but have questions about FFLs? I already answered all of his uh, questions. This was Andrew, Andrew Ferris. Uh, yeah, it's tough. When people are new to the gun-owning uh, fray, they can't believe what is going on in you know, states like New York and New Jersey. Uh, also, uh, people are Saddlebrook. Saddlebrook has been turning them around pretty fast. People are applying on 1026. Um, references submitted 1028. He's still waiting for his response. I will get into that more. And uh, here's a good one. Daniel Iannuzzo, who's um, being treated. Uh, for cancer, by the way. Mm -hmm. Him and I emailed him. He wrote, Hey, Anthony, just dropping a health car gun permit update. As far as the treatment, I have two immunotherapy treatments left. Then I can get this port taken out and be back at the range. As far as the car goes, they closed the Camaro factory, so I took a secret trip and bought one off a lot. I'll attach a picture. It is beautiful. Carbon fiber hood and everything. So the permits I applied for in October, Belleville, and I never heard back. I paid all the money. It was like 20-something dollars. So it was all before I was really sick. Then I got sick and forgot about it. The town emailed me last Thursday to go down to the station and pay them for the permits. So six months, and I have to pay for the permits twice. <laughs> he goes crazy. I missed the days where I pay for the permits once and got them in a week. Hope all is well. <laughs> Can't wait for the book. Daniel Iannuzzo. Daniel, God bless. Uh, Daniel's business is also on the Quarantine Crawl. It's uh, the motor company out in uh, in New York City, which I can't think of at the top of my head right now, but I'll, I'll add it later. Sandy, our friend Rich Wagoner from Colorado, USA, uh, he's going through some hard times at work and everything, but he still found time to donate so he can be a part of the support with the uh, the five organizations, all right? And he just added three years to his JPFO membership, which is the same as SAF, by the way. Uh, yeah. So I, that counts yeah. as a, as a one finalized payment and secured my NRA life membership. Same as ANGRPC. I'll take that one. He joined SAF. I'll take that one. That's three. And he rejoined after a time away a Colorado gun rights organization, RMGO, Rocky Mountain Gun Owners. Good organization. I can't do everything, but I can do something. Thank you for your encouragement, uh, Colorado, USA, Wagoner. Listen. Hang in there, brother, and thank you so much for everything you do. We, we we all need to stick together, and I just love that gun people. Most people are the best people. So my buddy Jim Stibile, uh, who's a sports writer, uh, outdoor writer for New Jersey, he sent me this pretty good article. Go Wild from the Outdoor Wire warns of spike in ammo scammers. Remember, all that glitters yeah, isn't gold, right? right? So, of course, scammers are taking advantage of, uh, especially the new gun owners. Right. So, yes. Outdoor social media platform Go Wild is issuing a strong warning to firearms consumers. Scammo, scammers are aiming for your ammo purchases. Go Wild's security team has flagged a record amount of firearm scanners, scammers focusing on gun accessories over the last few weeks, especially with ammo. 
While GoWild deletes the scammers from its platform immediately upon ID, the company has found scammers circulating through other social media networks and is therefore releasing tips to help shoppers identify the scammers. All right. This is universal. If it's too good of a deal, it is. Okay? Scammers often list prices for half MSRP. Number two, don't take the conversation to another platform. On social media platforms, scammers nearly always ask to speak via direct message or will often ask to use another chat app like WeChat, Hangouts, etc. Be leery of messaging app purchases with third-party payments. Who does this? Who buys ammo through a, uh, through an app? I know. Yeah. Like through a messaging app or something. Like seriously, the reason we have scammers is because there's people out there that are actually biting this. I can't I can't understand this. Oh, I have a whole gunners. chapter. Yeah. I have a whole chapter in my book about online security. I'm not an online security <clears throat> expert by any means, but I have some good stuff on there. Look for confusing sentences and misspelling. Scammer communication will often be confusing with poor grammar. Scammer websites are chock full of typos and glaring mistakes. Uh, Scammers have found that many scammer websites use copy and images from established businesses. One scam website listed its own fake name but forgot to change the original retailer's name in the next paragraph. (laughs) So they cut and pasted. Okay? Okay. Check the business address. It sounds simple, but it's one of the easiest ways to verify a real business. Uh, when in doubt, don't buy. This is, that's probably the best thing, okay? Yeah. Buy from trusted sources, okay? Buy from – it's so true. Listen, you shouldn't be buying. You know, gas, you, would you eat gas station sushi? Uh, no, probably not. No, no. Probably yeah. not, right? So, listen, don't do it. All right, please stay away from crap like this. All right, um, I, I'm not aware of it. You know, we buy our ammo obviously direct from the manufacturers, and we sell it at the range. So I really, uh, my, I'm not. That's not my wheelhouse. But all you new gun owners out there, guns and accessories. Remember the other scam? People selling online um, uh, silencers, but they're not calling them silencers, yeah, right? Them Oil fuel filters, filters and, yeah. and fuel filters and stuff like that. Stay away from that crap. All right. Unless you look good in orange and you want to be engaged (laughs) to somebody named Bubba or Jethro or something. I recommend staying away from it. So Lou Maffey sent me a couple emails. He's on fire lately. And he wrote, Aunt, I enjoyed your segment on the radio show this week about tips on security awareness. People need to think about everything with security in mind so they do not leave themselves exposed. This is not paranoia. But good sense, especially in today's world. We, Lou, I like to say you're not paranoid. You're just in a heightened state of awareness. You're not paranoid, all right? So Lou says, do not advertise personally identifiable information on your whereabouts on social media. This covered in my book, too. Social media equals social engineering. Case in point, a few years back, my neighbor up the street posted on Facebook that she and her husband were going to India for several weeks to visit family. Mistake number one. Most Asian Indians own Indian gold. I only know about this because of my Indian friends and co-workers. This is high-purity, 22-karat gold that is traditionally used in jewelry in South Asian countries. She kept her jewelry in a safe in her bedroom, but when she left for the trip, she did not lock her safe. Mistake number two. Upon returning home several weeks later, she discovered that all of her jewelry was gone and that someone had broken into the house through an unsecured basement window. Mistake number three. I have a bunch of other true stories like this one, one with a fatal outcome, that are a result of social engineering from social media. Lou Maffey. Let me tell you, Lou, we know about this all too well. It's also listed in my book. People post going away, and listen, you're done. As soon as you post that you're going away, the criminals, their ears go up. And most of the time, you're a victim of crime. It's with friends or family. Okay, Uh, you know, people, you know, twice removed neighbor down the street, uh, your daughter's friend's friend Mm -hmm. who has a a chemical dependency. And oh, did you hear Jessica went on vacation? They went to Europe for two weeks or they're on a cruise for two weeks, really. And Billy sitting in the corner is like, hmm, they went they went away for two weeks. Hmm. So you don't want to transmit that. Now, what parents are going to prevent their kids from posting that they're on vacation, Sandy? (laughs) Okay. It's not happening, right? It's not happening. So you're at a disadvantage. So now just pretend and assume you're going to get robbed. So what you have to do now is you have to harden your house. You have to make sure you have an alarm system. Put your stuff in a safe deposit box. Drop your guns off at a place like gun sitters. Oh, by the way, the new range is going to have gun lockers. 
I keep failing to mention that. I see. It's them. not yeah, it's not gonna have gun lockers for short term storage like that for moving or something, but it will have lockers for monthly rate for members. All right, just just so you know, people will be able I keep forgetting to mention that because I you know it's not something that's in my wheelhouse um, as well. But uh, so that's that's the situation here. So you have to think that your kids are going to transmit that you're away. Somebody from your job, whatever the hell it may be. So let's look at your house and make sure it's well lit. Make sure there's somebody watching the house. Make sure you have an alarm system. Make sure you have cameras. If you don't have an alarm system or cameras, have stickers or signs that say you have an alarm system and you have cameras. Some lights on your timers, if you, it, timers on lights, so if you don't have apps or anything like I might have. Uh, if you have a safe, make sure it's locked. If not, bring your stuff and store it somewhere else. Bring it to a friend's house. Put it in their safe or whatever. Just visualization and mindset. And look at your house and like, all right, where's the weakest point and easiest point of entry? Okay, basement window, easy for someone to come in. Oh, wait, I have that extension ladder that's not chained to my rear deck. They can use the extension ladder and come in through the second floor window. So now if somebody came into my house, where would they go? They would go through the, the master bedroom. They would go through the top drawers. They would go through the bureaus. They would look for electronics, jewelries, blah, 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 blah. So, look at all of that hard and long and set yourself up. This is your little learning experience. And when gun, Crime Proof is out, when my book is out soon, because people are starting to email now, when can I pick up the book? When can I come in? And again, I appreciate everybody's support and ordering and supporting me with my self-publishing venture. Uh, but it's going to be, it's probably going to be another four to six weeks before the books are in. And there will be fanfare when the books are in, believe me. Uh, fanfare for the common man like you and I. <laughs> we will have a third tier party. <laughs> so Lou Maffey sends me another Will there one. be cake? There will not be cake, yeah. sorry. Only the first tier gets cake, the elites and the politicians uh, and stuff. No we, we don't get cake. I just noticed Kamala Harris, is because she's moving into the vice president residence, which is being fully remodeled, by the way. Why? Uh, every administration <laughs> does that. Her and her husband are selling their condo that they have in Washington, D.C. when mm -hmm. she was a senator. How much? $2 million. Oh, oh, the common people. How do you get a $2 million condo at $164,000 a year? Amazing. People want to know. Uh, I don't know. She probably took advice from Joe Biden, who has multi-million dollar homes, numbers of them. Uh, oh, and, and Hunter and, Biden is doing it all wrong. Did you hear he accidentally <laughs> smoked Parmesan cheese, thought it was crack? No. Did you hear that? No. Come he on. was on an interview on 60 Minutes or something. He accidentally smoked Parmesan cheese when he was high, thinking it was crack. <laughs> so, listen, he's doing it all wrong. You never smoke Parmesan cheese. Pecorino Romano. Yeah, that's the best. Okay. Right. So that's smoked provolone is good too. <laughs> on crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't believe it. Uh, so there was a hit piece on Ron DeSantis in Florida. If you're not aware, by 60 Minutes, uh, because of the vaccines and everything. Well, so you the, know the, the media is going is, after him now. Yeah, the problem is, is he's making everybody who conforms look like they're idiots that they are. And, uh, you know, they have to deperson this guy and they have to they have to make him look like a buffoon mm -hmm. when uh, they did the same thing to the health minister of Sweden, who was the only one who got it right. And he got it right from the beginning. And he held his he held his uh, stance no matter what. And DeSantis, if you know, you should be able to if if the science that they claim was actually true. You wouldn't be able to get into the state of Florida for these stacked up bodies. 100%. So listen to me. I say, I say the good thing about DeSantis is he's, he doesn't have the idiocy of Trump with the tweeting. Yeah, yeah. So I think he'll be really successful, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. So they're attacking him because he's doing things right. Meanwhile, they didn't go after Wolf, Whitmer, Cuomo, mm, Newsom, no. or uh, Murphy. No, because they're doing they it wrong. People. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More businesses died in Pennsylvania, by the way, than any other state so far. Small businesses. Uh, <sighs> Wolf, mission, mission accomplished, you yeah, know? Nice job. <sighs> okay. Now, so Matthew sent me this. Lou Matthew sent me this. The states. These states have the most guns and gun deaths. And Lou wrote this. He goes, read this BS from the Star-Ledger. They make the claim that states with more gun ownership have more gun deaths, but they compare gun death rates. 
These are totally manipulated statistics, as Alaska has 732,000 residents and New Jersey has 9 million residents. Total BS. This, these are all hit pieces from New Jersey because now with the Biden executive order, all the media has to walk in lockstep to protect their own, right? And the legacy the, the media, corporate media. That, that schlock News 12 the other night, I saw a reporter who was uh, our buddy who's actually won the award more times than ever, the Gun for Hire Horses Ass Award, Mr. Ross Baraka. Oh, God. Um, he's still around? Yeah, he's now, he was on Biden's side the other day. He was side by side with the guy. And now that, you know, News 12 wants to know now that finally we have representation on a federal level, will the gun crime stop? Will the gun violence stop in Newark? Um, the answer, no. No. It's not about that, though, is it? Correct. It's about control. So New Jersey writes, New Jersey is ranked number two in the U.S. for strength of its gun laws by Giffords Law Center. <laughs> by the way, Chipman used to be on the Giffords Law Center. though He's going to be the new AFT director. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fewer than 12% of New Jersey's New Jerseyans own guns. That's, that's over a million people, according to the data from the Rand Corp. I'd love to know where they got that number, by the way, because we've been trying to get that number. The available data shows that states with a higher percentage of gun ownership tend to have more deaths per capita due to firearms. The same state, Alaska, has both the highest rate of gun owners at 62% and the highest number of per capita gun-related deaths at 24 per 100,000 people in 2019. Six states are in both the top 10 in gun ownership and gun deaths. Beyond Alaska, they are Arkansas, Wyoming, Montana, New Mexico, and Alabama. Conversely, five states are in the bottom of those categories, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and California. All right. New Jersey sits fourth from the bottom in the percentage of gun ownership, 11%, 47th among U.S. states, and 48th in firearm deaths per 100,000. Governor Phil Murphy has signed a host of gun control bills into law since taking office. In June of 18, he signed six such bills, including those that reduced magazine capacity, banned armor-piercing bullets, made obtaining a permit to carry handgun more difficult, expanded background checks on private gun sales, and kept firearms away from those deemed a threat. Uh, Really? So then Newark is so much a better city in Camden. Oh, my goodness. Why don't we just move there? Actually, just stroll there at night. And then, of course, oh, somebody just ordered another book. Glenn Owens, Pittsgrove, New Jersey. Thank you, Glenn. Um, In July of 19, he signed four more gun control bills. These expanded the list of crimes that can bar someone from owning a gun in New Jersey, attempted to slow down gun traffic from outside the state, and required gun retailers to stock smart guns are those that can only be fired by their owner. It's this is again, this is all crap. It's all bullshit. Uh, You know, in New Jersey, what happens is they make it so hard and so discriminatory to get a gun. We have classic classism in this country. You can call it racism as well. But uh, classism, you make it so hard for people to get guns. You stigmatize people that are getting guns. You stigmatize people with mental health issues to prevent them from getting guns because you make it a, a disclaimer. God forbid they're going through a divorce or they're stressed out from not working for a year because of lockdowns it prevents people from getting mental health treatment because they don't want to lose their right to own a firearm in the future this has all been set up okay in new jersey we are it's all a huge setup and it's bs uh all the law-abiding tax-paying citizens in our state just like new york and many other states we are the third tier the law-abiding tax-paying citizens the first tier are the elites the second tier is the criminals and the illegals. No, look at our southern border. Look at how prisoners were vaccinated before prison guards. That should tell you everything you need to know. Absolutely. Crime continues to rise. Violent crime continues to rise. Listen, drive around a state like New Jersey. Everybody wake up, you know, because of the squeaky door syndrome. People forget this stuff. But drive through your neighborhood or your commute if you still have one. Look at the potholes. Look at the garbage on the side of the roads, the medians and the highway in New Jersey. Our infrastructure is crumbling. 
it is crumbling. Our kids are indoctrinated in school. Our kids are indoctrinated outside of school. The cancel culture attacks everything. Anyone that might speak out, anyone that is a critical thinker or a free thinker, everything is racist today. Everything is tribal warfare today. We need to wake up. First and foremost, we are all Americans, which was the greatest experiment in the world and the greatest country in the world still, even with all of our faults. But we are being attacked from within inside 24-7 attack the people from the greatest generation who fought World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, Middle Eastern wars. These people are watching it all go down the drain by a bunch of weak-spined elitists that live in a bubble in our education and academia and the media. Listen, people, you can't eat an iPhone app. There are people, I know you loathe them and look down upon them, but there are people that have to dig holes, drive trucks, stock shelves, come and wipe your kids' asses and clean your houses. Well, guess what? We all bleed blood red the same as you, and we work hard every day to try to make a better place for our kids and people that are coming after us. And you look down upon us and crap on us because we are not the, we don't, we're not the same as you. We don't travel in the same circles and we don't order our three meals a day delivered and we don't wear $2,700 jeans and $6,000 sport coats or whatever. You can all F off as far as I'm concerned because the core, the backbone of this country are the working class people. And eventually you are going to see a huge change in this country because not only the gun community but other communities I think are finally going to start to wake up and I hope it happens in my lifetime because I would like to ride my chariot with my scepter through the center of town when it does happen one of the best rants I think in the past 10 years oh me yes thank you so much Phil Rizzo, primary for governor, Jersey Rizzo. Phil Rizzo is making waves. Look him up and check him out. He's a gun person. He's running in the primary against Jack Chitterelli, who has never been to my range. Okay, I am. Listen, we vote for who we want in the primary, and whoever wins the primary, then we back that person up 100%. Okay, attack me all you want, bitches. I don't care. Please listen to me Sunday night with Amanda Suffolk. Please have your people call my people. Love you all. And GoFundMe.com. Search for VHS of Ocean County. VHS of Ocean County. Every penny you donate will go to help a homebound veteran. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Each one, reach one. Send this show to new gun owners. Turn them on to the show so maybe we can educate them. We love you guys. See you next week.